Welcome to the Owners Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Prue Chapman, and I'm here to help you create a better business. Over the past 10 years, I've built a global business from scratch that enables me to work from anywhere, which is sometimes in my hometown of Byron Bay, and quite often from the back of a camper van somewhere off the beaten track. Along the way, I've had the joy of mentoring some of the most successful creative entrepreneurs around. And here on the Owners Collective Podcast, I'm going to help you do the same. So get ready for a series of short, sharp throwdowns to help you build the business that's right for you. If you're keen to get started already, I've got a freebie for you. Head to theownerscollective.com forward slash start and scale for my downloadable guide on how to grow your gig. Hello, hello, friends. So today we're going to talk about something that I am insanely passionate about, and that is the art and power of cultivating an abundance mindset. Now, honestly, guys, you change this and you change everything. All right. So it's a great episode coming up for you. I just, I love this as a topic. Now, before we dive in though, I wanted to give you a quick heads up that I've just released a handful of super early bird places to my next intake of high-end hustlers, which is my mentoring program. It is mentoring education. It is jam-packed. It will give you radically different results to what you're experiencing now in your impact, your revenue, your bottom line, the whole kit and caboodle. It's kicking off in October. And as I said, I've just released a a handful of super early bird places so you can get them for quite the steal at the moment. Alrighty guys, moving right along, let's get into today's episode. Now, to kick us off, I wanted to tell you a little story and that is that I was in Mykonos at an entrepreneurial conference a few years back. Yes, these things actually exist. I was there with 300 entrepreneurs and literally on the first day, I walked into the lobby, not knowing anyone there, I was by myself um, and I kind of caught the eye of a, group, a small group of people who were sitting in the corner. Anyway, they told me that they were there for the conference as well. So me reluctantly going over to make some new friends, I went on over and they literally pinned me within the first minute of walking over to the table. And this one particular woman, she said to me, if you could teach entrepreneurs one thing that would radically change their results, what would it be? Honestly, guys, without even a minute to think about it, I was like, easy. I would teach them to shift from a scarcity to an abundance mindset. And here's why, guys, is because we live in a wildly abundant world. However, just about every entrepreneur, early early stage entrepreneur, actually every person that I know is walking around with a scarcity mindset, all right? Like there's not enough, there'll never be enough, and I'll get into some of those beliefs kind of soon. But you know what? When you have a scarcity mindset, or let's call it a limited mindset, what kind of results are you going to get in your business? Limited results, all right? On the contrary, however, I'm sure you've come across those people just like I have. Let's call them unicorns because that's kind of what they are. And they just seem to have everything land in their lap, don't they? So it seems like with less effort, less hustle, maybe even less resources, they just get more opportunities, right? They get more opportunities. They might make a whole bunch more money. They get more media coverage. It just seems like they're a magnet for abundance. Now, you guys know that I have worked with tons and tons of early stage entrepreneurs um, and big scale entrepreneurs actually too. And 
This is the secret sauce that sits behind that, guys. It is a mindset of abundance, okay? So that is what we're talking about here today is how to become a magnet for all the goodness that is sitting right in front of you in the world. Now, a big truth bomb to kick us off here, guys, and that is that abundance is your birthright, okay? The very nature of our existence on this planet is one of abundance. And I think that's the best place to actually start is looking at nature. Because when you start to look at nature, which is exactly where we came from, it you can just see abundance and a surplus and sufficiency all the way around you. And it was only in recent decades, honestly, when marketers needed to sell more products that we started believing that there wasn't enough, all right? This is the fast track of the marketing route is if we don't believe that we have enough, then we'll go out and buy more stuff, all right? So this kind of um, mentality of scarcity is really, it's a modern day thing. And something that I've learned about the Aboriginal culture here in Australia, in a lot of the reading that I've been doing lately, is that they never hoarded their supplies. So they didn't, you know, like they, they didn't hold on to things because they had this universal belief that they would always be provided for, that the earth would um, help them and support them. And I love this way of looking at things, all right, because it is this principle of abundance and sufficiency all the way around us. So I kind of wanted just to start off there because I think it's really important to notice that this mindset of scarcity, which breeds competition and lack and violence, it's a modern day thing that we've created, all right? Now, in this episode today, I really want to focus on financial abundance. One, because abundance is a huge topic and you know that I like to keep these episodes fairly short and sharp and practical. So financial abundance, aka the money, is where I want to focus today. Okay. Now, another truth bomb right at the start, I'm loving these right now, is that money isn't good or bad. All right, just hear that again. Money isn't actually good or bad, yet we attach so much emotion to it. And I mean, along with sex, this is possibly the most loaded topic of all time. All right, it seems like we're afraid to talk about money, we're afraid to ask about money, we're ashamed to admit if we want money. It's kind of all consuming, right? Friends don't talk about it. Families don't like to talk about it. It's, it's, and it's like, it's a paper thing. It's actually a physical thing. Um, but really what comes behind that is that money is, it's just an exchange of energy, all right? But we've created it to just have so much emotional charge behind it and it becomes all consuming and it starts to even, we allow it, I think, to craft our identity, Okay, so keep in mind that money, it's not a good or a bad thing. It is just an exchange of energy and it only has the value that we place on it. Okay, so with all of these things in mind, we need to talk about money, all right? And the home truth really here is, is that our mindset is driving our beliefs and our results around money. Okay. So in order to shift from scarcity to abundance in our financial flow, we really need to drill firstly into what it is that we actually believe about money and then how we are, how are we going to change it? Okay. So kicking us off is what exactly are beliefs? I mean, I think we need to talk about this because 
we don't always understand what they are because basically they're a set of rules or principles about what we believe to be true about the world, okay? So quite often we're walking around, we don't even know what our beliefs are because it's what we see to be truth, all right? Now, typically our beliefs are formed between the ages of zero and seven, Okay, so what that means is, is that they're largely driven usually by what our parents believe, sometimes our siblings, sometimes our grandparents, sometimes our teachers. So we inherit a lot of these beliefs. And just to get the reality check straight on up is that, you know, basically whatever your parents taught you when you were five or whatever you interpreted them to be teaching you, you then made that truth at age four, five, six, and then you've been walking around with that as a truth about the world since that age. So you're walking around, I dare say, with a very outdated operating system, to say the least, okay? Whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, listening to this podcast, if you haven't had a dig into your belief system, it might mean that you're walking around with the belief system developed by a five-year-old. Okay, so this is really where the work is, where the gold is. Um, So some money beliefs that are really common that come up is, actually I might just list these off because they're kind of the common scarcity money beliefs, is that there's not enough money to go around, if I have money, someone else will miss out. It's a big one. Money doesn't grow on trees. Actually, it does. Uh, you can't be rich and happy. Rich people are wankers. If I get rich, I'll lose my family and friends. It's humble to be poor. And I have to work hard to earn good money. Okay, so one or two of those might have rung true for you. I know personally, I am like in full transparency. I've believed all of those things at some point in my life. Now, there are basically four key steps that you need to take to shift your mindset from scarcity to abundance, all right? You need, number one, an awareness around those limiting beliefs that you hold. So you need to know that you've got them. Number two is you want to investigate and question those beliefs. Number three, you want to consciously implement a new belief system. And then number four is act on those new beliefs, Now, to let you guys in on a little secret, this is not something I talk about very often, but uh, when I was growing up, um, you know, I obviously spent a lot of time with my parents and my mom, she is awesome, all right? She's worldly, she's educated, she taught me many, many incredible things. However, around money, she actually taught us to believe that we were growing up in the depression, all right. So this was one of her beliefs. Her father had grown up through the depression. She's very close to him. And so this kind of um, frugality, she really wanted to instill in us as well. All right. Now, this was really where my belief system started to form around money. Okay. So that there was never enough, that we should be saving every single penny, that we didn't know how to create money. We didn't have any control over money, but what little bit we had, we really had to squirrel away and because there would probably be never any more coming. All right. 
Now, at this time in my life, I actually, uh, we lived in a town called Dalgetty, which is uh, outside of Jindamine in the Snowy Mountains. And at the time, this was a town of 40 people. I was the 13th kid at the school. And we lived in this tiny little fibro shack house. And it was fibro, it was freezing, it would snow there in the winter. And it was so poorly insulated that our, um, our pipes would freeze. So we wouldn't have any running water and we would actually have to bath in a tub in front of the fireplace. Okay, so my mum was, you know, really trying to instill these, these, these values within us, which came to me as a belief system of scarcity around abundance and money. And then with that belief system, I just had to look around me to totally evidence that as real, okay? I was, you know, this is not the 1900s people. This is like the 1980s. Um, I just had to look around me to see like, of course there was no money. I mean, we lived in a house that didn't have running water. It was freezing all of the time, okay? And so from a really, really early age, I definitely had a scarcity, um, a scarcity belief system around money. And it wasn't until I kind of, you know, went through my psychology degree and started understanding more about belief systems and then really dug into this work. And I would have to say it probably took me a good 10 years to shift it of doing this work. So this is a really, it's a simple structure that I'm talking about, but don't underestimate the amount of work that might be in there for you. And also the amount of time that it actually um, can can change on the surface as well. That can happen literally in a moment. And sometimes some of the longer term change, I mean, it, it can take weeks, months, or even years. But this is an ongoing process. And personally, I had to spend a lot of time on it. And it's almost like I had to brainwash myself, essentially, right? And we'll, we'll come back into that in a little bit. But for the better, all right, I wanted to change the way that I looked at the world because walking around with that scarcity mindset, it was only ever going to get me a really limited set of results in my life. And I didn't want to do that. And I think you would know it if you've kind of, if you've done all the things that you've been trying to do to grow your business or to increase your revenue and you're banging your head up against a little bit wall, you're thinking, you know, what else could I be doing here? It might be in your belief system, all right? Um, another one that I didn't mention there actually, which is a really important one, is that um, I can't earn more than my parents. Um, that's a, an interesting belief that's good to kind of dig underneath as well. So, um, you know, working with lots of entrepreneurs, I have also, I have to say, like I've seen this, um, particularly in our, our Australian contingent, because we went through a recession sort of, you know, in the 1990s. And so a lot of this um, belief, a lot of our, our, our formative beliefs were formulated around these times. And so going through a recession as a country where people were losing houses, interest rates were really high, it seems that that kind of fueled this scarcity mindset around, around our financial abundance. Okay. So yeah, a little story for you there, team. And so I, I guess I wanted to share that because um, I just think I, if, if I can do it, you can too. If you know that you've got some stuff that you want to dig into here, you know that there's some belief systems holding you back. I can tell you, like, I feel like I grew up in the depression in, you know, in my very early childhood and now I'm able to live a life of complete sufficiency, you know, one that I really, really love. And in changing my mindset around the flow of abundance in this world is definitely what fueled uh, that radical transformation within myself. 
Okay, so let's dive in, team. Step one is, as I mentioned, an awareness about our limiting beliefs. Okay, so quite often we just take these beliefs, beliefs, sorry, as truths about the world. And so we don't even realize that we have certain belief systems. So a couple of kind of cueing questions for you here. You can pause this if you like to do a little bit of homework. Um, Might start off with growing up, I learned that money was or my childhood experience with money was, my parents treat money like, I grew up to believe that rich people or money is. Okay, so I'd love you actually to have a jam or maybe even a few things are kind of coming to mind as you're listening to me chat right now. And whatever kind of comes immediately to your mind, they're the things that you want to focus on, all right? Because like I said, these beliefs, they're home truths for us until we kind of dig under the the hood, all right? So first of all, it is you need to really get an awareness around what are your beliefs around money? Are they limiting you or are they, you know, growing you exponentially, okay? So that's the first step. Now, the second step, and this is where the gold is. This is where you want to get your detective on is you want to investigate and question those beliefs, all right? So where did you actually learn this belief? So from my story, I learned those beliefs from my mom who learned those from her dad. So a better question to ask yourself might be, when did I first know this to be true? Okay. You might go back to your 20s, kind of keep digging. It's probably going to be somewhere in that zero to seven age bracket, like really dig all the way back so that you can find it. And then once you land on that limiting belief, you want to start to question it. All right. This is where the gold is for you guys. And this is where you're going to like radically change what you're experiencing right now. So start to question, do I absolutely for certain know that this belief is true? Is there any possibility that this might not be true? Is there any evidence that it might not be true? Um, You know, is this belief grounded in scarcity or in sufficiency and abundance? Is this belief limiting my current experience with money? And how well is this belief really serving me right now? Okay, so hone in on what that what 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 are your core beliefs about money, and then really you want to question: Are they true? Okay, are they true? Is there evidence out there, or is there the tiniest bit of evidence that maybe this limiting belief might not be true? Okay, so I know when I was young, you know, I was quite confused because you know there was never enough money, money didn't grow on trees, it was really scarce. Yet I lived around the ski fields where there seemed to be a lot of people with really nice cars and brand new skis every year and brand new ski clothes every new year. So something didn't quite, you know, there was there was a bit of a misalignment there. And so start to go back and question whether they're really true for you. Step three, guys, is where you consciously want to implement new beliefs, all right? So you've found this belief, you're like, aha, got my detective on, like found it, got my detective on, did the questioning, this belief, it just does not stand up to the world. Like you want to implement a new belief. Here's the thing, guys, beliefs are all made up, okay? Whether someone gave them to you, you gave them to yourself, whatever it is, beliefs are all made up. So you may as well make up some better ones, all right? 
you might have a little giggle at that, but it's kind of true. This is where the brainwashing comes in. But you, with all of your knowledge, wisdom, and insight into the world that you've now grown into as an adult, um, this is where you get to go back in and say, you know what? I actually want to believe something different. You can totally do that, okay? Because the thing that we know about our minds, guys, is that they are plastic, okay? Now, with the the plasticity of our brains, and we're really talking about um, NLP here, and you're kind of like, you know, your your neural programming is that you can imagine that your belief it is a well worn track within your own mind. Okay, so when you when I formed that belief that there was never enough money to go around, or there wasn't much money at all, I just I I believed that, and I believed it for. 30 years. And so my mind just kept walking on that track, walking on that track, walking on that track. Okay. However, when I make a new belief, I'm basically creating a new track in my mind. Okay. So I have to create the new track and then I consciously have to choose to walk that track in my mind. If my mind wants to go down that old well-worn track, I consciously have to put it onto the new track until that becomes the better worn track and that therefore then becomes my belief system. Okay. So some new beliefs around abundance that you might like to try on is there's more than enough money to go around. I can be rich and happy. I'm worthy of being rich. Rich people can do great things with their money. I can make a big difference in the world with money. I love money. Money loves me. Everyone can have an abundance and a sufficiency of money. Okay, now whatever it is, abundance is one word for money. I personally really like sufficiency as well because it doesn't scream of excess to me. You know, I think sufficiency is like it's exactly how much that I need, a sufficiency of money. But if abundance works better for you, then implement abundance. You get to choose here, guys. This is the really like this is the conscious creation part. This is where you are. You're basically not only are you upgrading your system, but you are deciding what the system actually is. All right. You've done your investigatory research into your own belief system. Now, whatever it is that you want to believe around money, this is where you get to do it. Because what you're going to do now is you're going to step into the fourth step, and that is to act on these new beliefs, all right? Just like I spoke about, this is where you consciously choose that new path that new pathway that you've created in your brain, okay? So just how can you do that? First and foremost, you need to catch yourself out if you're deterring to that old operating system, right? If you find yourself doing that, catch your thought out and choose the new way, the new belief, the new way of thinking. And that's going to take a little while, all right? Because that's an old well-worn pathway back there and you need to wear the new one. So catch yourself out as regularly as you possibly can so that you can fly down that new neural pathway that is all about sufficiency and abundance. And then this is where the brainwashing part comes in, guys. 
like declare that belief out loud. When you actually bring things into the manifest, like when you speak them, when you write them, when you tell someone about them, this is when they're going to become really real for you. And it's like you exponentially like increase the the, the new neural pathway, like the, the depth of that track, okay? The more that you bring it alive. So number one is like declare it, put it out loud, write it down, put it on a post-it note, write it on your bathroom mirror if you want, whatever it might be. Like this new upgraded operating system of beliefs, I want it to surround you. You can declare it as a mantra every morning. If you're one of those people that, you know, like really likes to kind of, you've got that mind that really likes to um, focus on one thing, then absolutely that can be really, really powerful. Then some other things that you can do, you know, when you receive money, you can say thank you every time you receive money. Notice the money all the way around you. One thing that I did once, um, I actually left a $5 note. I didn't mean to, but I got some change from something and it was sitting on the floor of my car just under, um, just under my, you know, not where my feet go, but in that kind of little stairwell. What do you call it? Someone write to me, let me know. Anyway, so, and one of the beliefs that I was really training myself for at the time was that there is money everywhere. Everywhere I look, there is money. Everywhere, money is everywhere. And that's actually my firm belief now. I 100% believe that. But that was really powerful to do at that time because every time I got in my car, and I live rurally, so that's a lot. um, Every time I got in my car, I would see that money there. I'm like, what's that money doing there? Oh, that's right. There's money everywhere. So start whatever it is you need to do. Like get creative with it is what I'm saying to really implement that new belief. Um, And also, you know, I think using that as an example, it's also not just that I would see the money there, but I would kind of declare it to myself. I'm like, oh, there's the evidence. There's money everywhere. So you can see I'm evidencing my new belief system as I go. And that's a really, really powerful thing to do. So team, that is the four step process. Like if you want to wildly, I mean, radically shift your results from scarcity to abundance. That's what you need to do. You need to become aware of your beliefs. You need to investigate and question them. You then want to consciously implement some new beliefs and then act on those beliefs. I can't stress the importance of this last one. Like make sure you act. It's going to fast track the process like exponentially for you. Okay. Because as I said, I firmly believe that this is the most powerful thing you can do to shift the results in your business and not only your business, but your life, okay? Our relationship with money is totally built on our belief system. And so you want to make sure that you've consciously hardwired the beliefs for abundance. Okay. Now, evidence for you guys is that abundance is absolutely everywhere. And once you tap into that with that belief, you will see it everywhere as well. Okay. The clients will flow, the money will flow, the good feelings will flow. So here's the experiment that I want you to try today is that I want you to try and see abundance absolutely everywhere. Okay. So you might be looking at the amount of leaves on that tree in your backyard or the grains of sand uh, in, on, the, on the beach or the amount, the droplets of water in the ocean or the amount of oats in your cereal this morning, whatever it is, I want you just to spend the day, this is your experiment for today, is to find abundance everywhere you look. And 
let me know. Let me know how you go from this because when you see it, when you see it all around you, you again are shifting that belief to abundance as your birthright and abundance as the natural way of being. All right, team, I am going to leave it there. I would love to hear your feedback on this. I would love to hear what works for you so I can share it with our community because what works for you might work for someone else. And honestly, all of us, our whole society is going to be in a better place if we could sit in this place of sufficiency and abundance. All right, team, we'll wrap it there and you will hear from me again next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you never want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. I'm also dropping some juicy business building tips on Instagram. So head over to at Owners Collective to join in the fun. And finally, folks, if you're hungry for a deep dive into the entrepreneurial story behind some of the best businesses around, be sure to listen to my other podcast, One Wild Ride, where we talk all things good business, positive impact, and epic adventures with the most inspiring entrepreneurs around.